Welcome to When Mint by Those AMAs, your one-stop shop for all things NFT. When Mint Podcast is produced by Those AMAs. All information gathered and disseminated by this podcast is for research and entertainment purposes only. Those AMAs, its employees, and affiliates are not financial advisors. Please, always do your own research and invest at your own risk. A full disclaimer can be found in the show notes. Alright, welcome back to another episode of When Mint by Those AMAs. I'm your host, The Machinist, and today is a very special day. I'm actually joined by Rona, aka The Pumpkin Queen. She is the co-founder of Serenity Pictures and the director of Toxica, the first full-length feature film minted as an NFT anywhere on the blockchain, at least to my knowledge. I have one of these in my wallet. It's actually a horror film, and I'm a huge horror movie buff and if you are too and honestly even if you're not uh this is something you're gonna want to stick around for because you're not gonna want to miss this mint it's actually ongoing right now and we will get into all of the details in just a few minutes and don't forget to stick around until the end of the episode to find out what we're doing for today's every episode nft giveaway because nobody does it like those amas and if you love Serenity Pictures and you love everything that Roan is talking about today, well, head on over to their profile on the beta version of our app. You can find it in your web browser by typing in whenmint.app and throw them a follow. Give them five stars and bump up Rona's trust score, right? Because that's what it's all about, is getting out there and supporting projects and project founders that you love. But that's enough of my nonsense. Rona, how are you today? Thank you so much for taking time to come on the show. Well, I'm marvelous today. Thank you so much for having me. How are you doing today? I'm good. I, I wish I would have thought of marvelous. That's a very good word. Very <laughs> underused, right? People should say marvelous a lot more oh, yeah. often. No, I agree. Definitely. And another thing that's definitely marvelous is Toxica, right? This movie is amazing. I have it in my wallet. I can't stop watching it and I can't wait to dig into this. But uh, for anyone out there that may not know who you are, if we could at first, please tell everyone who you are, where you're from, what got you into crypto and eventually Serenity Pictures. Oh dear, that's a lot. I try to keep it short. So <laughs> I am um, a filmmaker. I'm also the occasional horror author. So I write novels too. Um, but I am also involved in creative production. That means I love making dresses. I love designing sets and building them. I love making props for movies and so on. So I'm an all-round creative. And um, yeah, that's what I usually do. So um, I come from a realm of novels, which led me into the realm of music videos. So I made a lot of gothic and heavy metal music videos in the beginning of my career. Uh, I then drifted into and literally drifted into documentary filmmaking uh, in terms of wildlife documentaries. So I'm also a diver and I met the right person at the right time who liked my music videos and said, hey, you want to, you know, you want to dive with some sharks and turtles um, because I'm recruiting. And I did. So um, that was basically uh, the biggest part of my career, making music videos uh, short films, a couple of those, but mo mainly wildlife documentary, mostly underwater and scuba diving. And after a while, I went more and more into fictional filmmaking. I met Carlos and Ivo on a film festival, and we decided to make a short film, a very bold topic, to be honest. It was coming of age with 10-year-olds, <laughs> like witches, Ouija boards and 10-year-olds. And that gained us our first bunch of awards. And it also showed us that we actually can work to quite a, together quite well. Because um, Carlos is, like myself, a director, a writer. He also makes props. And he's also a marvelous editor. So he can really put together everything, make it look beautiful. 
Um, and Evo is also a storyteller like us, but Evo is more in charge of um, time that everybody gets from A to B at the right time. Everybody's safe. You know, he's in charge of deciding how can we turn a certain scene into uh, a visual for the film, for example, um, within, you know, our abilities and uh, can we build it? If not, you know, how can we get around it? So Evo's also in charge of our, of our contracts. He makes sure everything is watertight and we're not signing anything silly. And together we just um, realized that we could basically cover all the important bases of making a movie from pre-production to writing, directing, to post-production, to selling the whole thing, to making sure everybody's safe and sound. Carlos can even cook, so everybody's fed as well <laughs> until we can afford a catering service. And um, and healthy as well. So you have to make sure your cast and crew is healthy, not just fed. Um, so yeah, together we built Serenity Pictures and just decided to make feature films for the first time. And not just any feature films, but original feature films and something that hasn't been rebooted or sequeled or prequeled to death. So we just wanted to tell original stories. And you guys absolutely do an amazing job at it, right? Toxica says it all. A picture is what? A picture is worth a thousand words? I don't know, either way. <laughs> it definitely. Hell yes. Hell yeah. So it seems like everyone at Serenity Pictures really wears a lot of hats, right? So it must be a ton of fun, uh, all of you guys working together. And thank God you guys all ended up meeting or else we wouldn't have this amazing project on, or I guess this amazing studio on the Cardano blockchain. Now, what got you into crypto and why did you decide to release this as an NFT? Well, um, we made our movie Clay's Redemption. Uh, it was Carlos's directorial debut. And while Carlos was still editing the whole thing together and music was composed and sound design came along, uh, Ivo was looking into contracts. He was looking into sales agents and we knew a couple already from our uh, experience with short film. I mean, we work in film for almost 15 years, so we, we knew a couple of people. Um, the thing was that uh, Clay's Redemption was then quite quickly released on multiple streaming platforms. So it was on Apple and Amazon and iTunes and whatnot. It was basically everywhere and internationally. And we were very proud. We were very happy. It was uh, our first ever feature film, reverse engineered really trying to make something special here with without big studio budget, you know, um, to just cut our teeth, basically. And, yeah, after a couple of days, Clay came out and it just disappeared without anyone noticing it was out. So I had to look it up on Amazon. And despite my name matched the name in the movie I'm involved in, it didn't come up. I couldn't find it. So you had to know the exact title of the movie or an, an actor's name or something to find the film. And we noticed that nobody watched it. I mean, at some point we did a lot of, uh, you know, marketing because usually you pay two to three million dollars of marketing, which is bare minimum. But that was a multitude more of what we had, uh, well, at hand at the moment. <laughs> And um, yeah, we just did the marketing ourselves and we managed to have a lot of views. And afterwards, we got our first check and it was $180. So with $180, we couldn't really pay our debt because it was uh, self-funded. We couldn't also pay back our couple of investors we had. So um, at that point, Toxica was already in the making. I had already started writing it. I had already pre-produced it, made the dresses, casting, everything, got locations. Um, once again, it was reverse engineered. So I wrote down a list of things I really, really wanted to do. Um, I'm a big fan of action, adventure and body horror and Lovecraft in terrors. So I wrote a script where I knew I had certain locations at hand and certain people and certain props. And the other list I made was just what do I have right now for free or what can I build or who owes me a favor, or who needs an opportunity to level up in the film industry. Because if you don't know anyone, it's hard to level up. So I reached out to everyone. Then I started time banking. So I cleaned or bartended in certain locations and later got the locations 
for the amount of hours I had worked there. And thus I just gathered the entire the entirety of the movie basically. So Carlos came on board while Eva was still trying to find a way to get Clay's redemption out there a bit more. And Carlos and I made Toxica with a tiny crew. I think we were four people. Um, it was like, I think, eight or nine locations, nine uh, actors as well. And so it was really high concept. The bars were even higher than we had it in Clay. It was shot in Indonesia, partially in the jungle, also in London, in Shoreham by Sea, here by us, and in Brighton. And yeah, it has practical effects, you know, everything is real, the transformation scenes, everything happens in reality as well, or rubber reality, as you say. Um, and we have driving shots of a vintage motorbike, a friend of mine who has it. So we basically leaned out of a, the back of a convertible at night at a busy highway in London and just shot the whole thing. Jesus. And <laughs> yeah, it was quite fun. <laughs> uh, we have drone shots and we also have long take fights. It was very important for me that the long takes are so long that the, that the fight scenes look more dynamic. So we don't cut every two punches, but we let them do their thing and we move around them with the camera. So we adapt to them. So it was very, very high concept. Um, we didn't get funding for it from studios because they thought it was impossible to film. Uh, so we basically cashed in a couple of life insurances. I unfortunately lost my father and my grandfather who raised me uh, right before it. So I, I had a little inheritance and uh, could start, start filming basically with that. But then, well, we had to sell a couple of things to finish the movie, Carlos and I both. And when we had the movie, we sat down with Evo and we said, well, what we got, what we do with it now? Because the day we finished, the next day or two days later, COVID came along and the first lockdown happened. So we didn't know about it. We were busy for months filming. So we spent the next one and a half, two years finishing the movie, doing some voiceover still, uh, editing, you know, sound design, music and so on. A couple of effects to, to make the practicals a bit smoother and meanwhile, Eva was looking for a good contract or for a good offer. So we got a lot of offers, very a lot, a really a big bunch of offers for Toxica, but they were all the same. It was the same as what happened with Clay. So I decided not to release it, but I didn't know what to do with it. And I was really, really frustrated, to be honest. And Carlos just said, look, my friend George has a birthday party. Let's go drinking and dancing because lockdown was... Well, slightly eased at the time. So we went out, we drank, and George tells Carlos about crypto. And he's on Cardano. And he said, well, I just bought a house with my crypto. So what are you guys doing? I said, well, we're broke because we just made two movies, but we would like to make some money back. <laughs> and it's not going to happen the traditional way. We know that now. Um, and when you don't have the visibility of a movie, you are also can't attract future producers or future people who, who give you that one chance you need. So we needed visibility. We needed a chance to make at least part of our money back so we can back, you know, pay back our accounts. And we also needed a chance to invest more in our cast and crew because they had worked mostly for free. So we wanted to pay them as well. And in the end, we decided basically that we had nothing to lose and that we could just as well try Cardano for a release. And George took us under his wings and taught us everything, introduced us to the right people and made sure we, you know, we have, um, yeah, we have a strong team that understands what we want and that doesn't back out, that is bold and brave and tries to do something new as well. And since we were the first ever movie on Cardano, there were short films uh, released with tickets um, or episodes, you know, like 10 minutes each. And there was nothing we wanted. So we said, look, we need a team that is a bit more innovative. And he introduced us to Retro NFT. So, yeah, we still have the contracts for Netflix and Shudder and everything. But uh, <laughs> we're going to keep them just in case. But for now, we are really uh, happy 
on Cardano and releasing a full feature film as an NFT. No, absolutely. And the entire NFT community is happy that you guys are on Cardano as well. And thank goodness uh, that you guys went to George's party and got into crypto, right? Because this definitely is a boon to the space. And reading between the lines, if I could, with everything that you said, you know, we talk about it all the time, especially in this market, right? It's very, very important to have a team that understands how to pivot when things don't go right, right? A team that doesn't give up and is going to get the job done regardless of, you know, the barriers that they may or may not encounter along the way. And that's really what I took out of what you just said, that this team will not stop until they reach their goals. And that's a really important thing to look for in a team for any NFT project, right? When you invest in an NFT, if you go out and mint Toxica, which is minting right now, and all of the official links for Serenity Pictures can be found in the show notes. So definitely get down there and check it out. But like I was saying, when you invest in an NFT project, you're really investing in the team, right? You're handing your money to these people and saying, I trust you, you know, make my money, make money for me. And it sounds like you guys are a great choice uh, if somebody wants to get into this very new, very recently emerging scene of, of full-length feature films on the blockchain. Because you guys are, at least uh, to my knowledge, right, the first, the only ones to have a full-length feature film as an NFT on any blockchain. I believe so, yes. I mean, uh, we were looking around a lot. We obviously combed uh, Ethereum, Solana, Cardano, everything. And we did find a couple of filmmakers, uh, more of those on Ethereum. But um, yeah, like I said, it was more that they had released something uh, episodically. You know, they come out for like 10 minutes or 15 minutes each because that is basically um, how much you can put in high quality or high resolution on NFT. And um I apologize, I don't have the technical terms sometimes still. <laughs> That's all uh, taken care of for me, so <laughs> I'm just talking creative. Um, but also we found documentary shorts and other short films, but no feature film. And those were released with tickets or links external, you know, in an external way somehow. So we talked to them, they didn't know that, you know, who could help us. They also thought it is not possible to put an entire feature film in full length and high resolution on an NFT. And in Ethereum, uh, same thing. They don't have the, the technology for this, basically. So they could build it, but it would take uh, much more effort. It would also take a lot more money and time to build it on Ethereum. So Cardano already had a couple of interesting blockchain technology bits, I dare say. And when we talked to Retro NFTs, to Terry and Nathan... They said, well, we don't know if we can do this, but we can sure as hell try. And um, we gave them a couple of months and just said, look, I just get to know the community. I get to know a couple of uh, people. I found out there's this thing called Spaces, so I went into those. And uh, our friend Soup and Sando, he helped me a lot. Um, his name is also Michael. <laughs> he helped me a lot um, with who to follow whom, you know, to talk to, what kind of spaces would be uh, interesting or where we can learn something. So I did that for a couple of months until Retro came to us and said, oh, yeah, we've done it. We can actually, you can actually put a DVD in your wallet, as we say, old school, <laughs> um, but the movie's out, so you can mint it whenever. And I think what made it a bit easier for us was that we already had the movie finished. We didn't need funding. We didn't need to cross fingers and say oh hopefully we make a movie in the next two and a half years no no we had spent a significant amount of years to make clay and to make toxica so we had that we had behind the scenes we had gag reels outtakes movie posters everything um so we could basically craft our roadmap after what we already had and didn't had to and didn't need worry if that was possible you know there was no um, not even the slimmest chance that we could, would have to rug or something, you know, it was just really us having it in our pockets and deciding what to do with it. So that was definitely a very, very interesting uh, journey. It was very exciting. 
and almost as magical as making the movie itself because you see a lot of marvelous things coming together and take shape in front of your eyes, you know, and you have no idea up front if that is possible. Same with our cast and crew. My crew was four people, including myself and Carlos, and we had no idea how far we could go. But in the end, we made all the madness unfold on screen. And it wasn't easy, but we thought if we can make a movie like this out of nothing, we could basically also change a little bit in blockchain technology. No, absolutely. And you guys are the first in the space. You know, that's a huge benefit to the entire NFT scene, right? Because it's not easy to be the first and it can be a little scary, but that didn't stop you and the team at Serenity Pictures. So as you just said, right, I, I really want to get into this. So people, if they are interested in getting out there and minting Toxica, uh, they know how to. So you had just said that you guys are still minting, right? The mint is ongoing. So what are the, the basics for this, right? Like how many NFTs of the film can be minted? What's the price? When does the mint close? All of that good stuff. Yes, we did indeed start um, way before the movie began to mint. So we started on throwing out a trailer. It was a one and a half minute trailer from Toxica and it was for an open mint for a month. So for four weeks, people could mint a teaser trailer or a trailer and we could observe if this is for one, the right blockchain for us or if we have to find something else. And also we could see, are people actually interested in movies in the in the realm of nfts so that trailer uh, went out for a month then we had a couple of weeks and now since easter sunday we um, in toxica that goes until next year easter sunday because we have really no idea how much we will mint you know how popular it would get so um we decided to have 1000 movies only for one year and it is 100 ADA per movie. So you get your full feature film. It does come into, um, it obviously goes into your wallet, you know, as an NFT. But it comes with an additional ticket just in case you have a really big screen at home. You have a home cinema, then you can watch it on the big screen with the ticket. But usually if you have an iPad or smaller screen or something, uh, you can watch it there with the, with the, in your wallet but obviously, the bigger the screen, the better, to be honest, because it's made for big screen. And for a couple of months now, we also mint the PFPs. So it's also a key to unlock utilities. And the PFP is called Augusta. And Augusta is our, more or less our anti-hero, turning meta-human hero in the movie. And Augusta is the only figure that is a PFP in our terms now and she comes with different outfits they're all inspired by the 90s because Toxica is set in the 1990s at least most of it in the beginning we have the 1800s um, late 1800s but yeah she comes with um, an outfit for example uh, Catwoman in Batman animated series is one style the other one is uh, Hit Me Baby One More Time by Britney Spears the, the famous red cat suit <laughs> then we have the Oscars then we have her um, original outfit, like the denim and pink helmet in the movie. And each co combination of different styles, backgrounds, come also with different combinations of rarities and super rares. Um, it's all tools she uses in the film. For example, a Sippo, a butterfly knife, uh, a blue flower, which is a very, very important gadget in the film, and so on. And they all come with different utilities. So, for example, you have uh, the blue flower or the Sippo, you get a behind-the-scenes extra. Or, you know, if you have the vines that come out of her chest, then you get all in. You get everything. You get behind-the-scenes gag reel, audio commentary. You get a movie poster you can actually print out and put on your wall. It's super high quality and very printable. Um, you get a part of the soundtrack because we have two different... Well, composers, we have a, com a classic composer who also worked for Westworld season three, but we have a band, Carlos's band, The Badge, that contributed four songs and you get those as well. Um, so yeah, it's a lot, a lot of utility in there. However, with, uh, with Clay's Redemption, we have tripled down on all these things. So 
you're getting much more PFPs, much more utilities. Because with Toxica, we just wanted to see how does it work? Can we do it in the first place? If so, we can always double or triple down. But for now, we need to see how far we can go with what we have. So yeah, it's all uh, minting for another eight, nine months, I think. Next year in uh, Easter Sunday will be the final date for both movie Toxica and PFP Toxica. Excellent. And now this really is pretty darn cool, right? Especially uh, if you're a movie buff like I am, and I'm pretty sure you are, uh, because there's only a thousand of these out there, right? So as a collector's item for, and not to mention, it's just an amazing movie, right? And the quality really is, I have a pretty big monitor here and it looked perfect just playing the the nft itself without going and getting that high def version from the site right this really is a very well done professionally made and pretty scary uh movie it was definitely (laughs) a lot of fun to watch and i love having it in my wallet and it's never going to see the light of day again right that thing is staying there because i'm pretty sure one day everyone is going to know what Serenity Pictures is, and to have one of those 1,000 of the first full-length feature film minted as an NFT on the blockchain, that's pretty collectible, right? That's pretty cool to have in your wallet. And for only 100 ADA, uh, you can't beat it. So uh, we do have these links as well as everything else in the show notes for minting. So Toxica is minting until next year, Easter Sunday, 100 ADA, there's only 1,000 available. You also have then the PFPs of Augusta, right? And like you said, there's different rarities and you get those different utilities with each. And those are 40 ADA each and there's 2,500. And then you have your trailer for Clay's Redemption. And there's actually two. There's the Noir, right? For, for people that are really into that style, like I am. And then the Neon trailer. So people can actually pick uh, which one they want. And that's 50 ADA right now. So you guys actually have three ongoing mints and uh, your other releases in the future. So it sounds like you guys have been extremely busy and you're definitely not letting up on the gas over there. Oh, absolutely not. No, we are not letting up on anything. It is. Uh, it was a couple of very, very exciting years, to be honest. I mean, making two feature films back to back was just a uh, slight madness, but we don't regret it. We would do it again. We'll probably sleep a bit more and uh, make it a bit more... Uh, efficient (laughs) but you know you learn and you usually make a movie on plan b c or d so everything goes wrong all the time so you always have to be alert but um yeah i think um with toxica it was a, a great adventure you know we knew now that we could make a movie that we could make two movies and i think that also gave us a bit of a of a thicker skin or an armor to go into a realm we had no idea about, like Cardano. We did know, we know nothing about this. So um, yeah, it was really good for us to say, look, we got something already for you. You don't have to worry, you know, that anything bad will happen. We have it done. It's already, it's packed up for you. And if you want it, you can mint it. And um, I think following up with Clay is a pretty good move because I believe that Carlos's film or our film uh, to needs a bit more visibility. You know, you make this movie was made with so much love and so much fun and and so many amazing talents in there. So I believe it deserves more eyeballs on it. And with traditional scre- streaming, that was just not what what happened. If you're an indie filmmaker, you know, if you're not a blockbuster or Hollywood uh, person, then it's, it's very difficult to get it out there. But then there are other opportunities. You know, as an indie filmmaker, you look more into other opportunities and I think was what benefited us as well was that we know the studio world. We have worked in studio productions and we have worked in Hollywood, as most filmmakers do. But being your own director, being your own master of your stories, obviously, um, you, cannot, you cannot put money on that one. <laughs> it's just absolutely beautiful. Um, and Clay is, I think, something like a modern noir film the way it was shot is very mike mignola you know hellboy it is 
very contrasty. So you have really, really dark shadows, really deep shadows. You also have um, everything that is color is very strong color. You know, in contrast for Toxica, Toxica was more like a cyberpunky sort of looking film. It had pastelli colors. It had gothic elements, you know, long, strong shadows. Sometimes they even moved. In clay, the shadow is its own character more or less you know it have strong vibrant colors and shadows and that was the reason Carlos said he would like to also make a black and white version of it so he sat down and for the last year he basically turned scene by scene individually into black and white because you can't just put a filter on it you know you have different lighting and different angles and whatnot so you have to do scene by scene and he loves it he, he blossoms every time he does it. So um, he's almost done with the movie right now, turning it from neon noir into black and white. And um, yeah, with the trailers, we want to find out, are people more interested in black and white or are people more interested in the neon uh, vibes, you know, from, for example, the movie Drive with Ryan Gosling or, you know, Blade Runner, the old and the new one. <laughs> so, yeah, we just want to find out what uh, works best. But the movie also will be a restricted number. I think so far we have 500 black and white ones and 500 neon noir ones. So, yeah, we're going to do a little experiment here as well. It's very cool that you guys are doing this with the different trailers, right? Because... Obviously, this is your vision, right? Or not just you, but the team's vision, right? And and the team's project. And you guys put a lot of work into this. But at the same time, you want this to be what your investors or, or your, your fans want it to be. So you're giving them a voice. And I don't think there's too many uh, community-centric movie studios out there, right? So that you guys are giving them that choice so you can see what everybody wants on the blockchain, right? What they want to see. So you can try to mold your ideas and all of your amazing talents in that direction is great to see, right? It shows that the team really cares about the people that mint these movies and these trailers and the PFPs. Absolutely. I think we believe uh, a lot in win-win. So we want to make the movies we want to make without being puppeteered by an external studio. And also we want our audience to, you know, get something they can enjoy and that takes them out of everyday life. You know, it's escapism. That is that is the one job you have as a filmmaker is getting people out of their life and into a world they don't know yet. So that is why we make movies, you know. And um, yeah, if, if both sides are happy, then you absolutely can make a lot of interesting things happen and you can make very big steps into the future. No, absolutely. And I can't wait to see what's going to happen in the future with Serenity Pictures because the quality on these, once people see what this looks like, I mean, this really is like a, a Hollywood film, right? This isn't people just running around with camcorders like Blair Witch or something. You guys put a ton of work into this and it really does look amazing. Congratulations and thank you for all of this hard work. It's a great film. Oh, thank you so much. Now we are we are very happy with it. The thing is, what we didn't lack, apart from money, we did lack money. <laughs> but the thing, the only thing we did not lack was our talent because we had done this for so long and all of our people worked for Warner Brothers and Disney and whatnot and we worked for computer games and, and Hollywood studios as well. So you have the experience. But what you need to create for yourself as a creative is really the opportunity to make your own project happen. That is the hard part. You can always get a job again in the studio world, but you need much more stamina, you need much more persistence, and you need much more love if you really want to make your own feature film. And you need to be ready to go to very different lengths with it. You know, I mean, we didn't sleep or, or eat much for months. It takes about two and a half, two years to make a feature film. You know, you have to be aware that in that time, that is that is your baby, you know, so you better make sure the story you're telling is something you're absolutely in love with and you're not losing interest after a couple of months, you know. So, yeah, that is that is basically the magic behind making a movie 
and the willingness to stick with it for as long as it takes. I mean, we have friends who work on movies for four or seven years, you know, like making clay in two years and Toxican almost two years was rather quick. But um, yeah, it was fun. And as long as it's fun, it's not work, right? I mean, I suppose, I'm sure it was fun, but this had to have been a ton of work, right? Almost four years, you said, just shy of four years for both of these films to be made. And I think it's important to point that out because, you know, that affects uh, the mint price, at least in my mind, right? 100 ADA is a bargain for the amount of talent and work that went into this film. Now, if I could, could you give us, uh, I guess in search of a better term, a, a vocal preview of Toxica and what it's all about so people know why they may want to go see this film? Ah, Toxica is a beautiful mashup of action, adventure, and horror. So I am a very big fan of movies, for example, Temple of Doom or The Mummy from the 1990s or the, the original Predator. So all these movies have like amazing locations, they have mystery, they have probably a cursed artifact or a cursed something running around in the woods. And I wanted to make a movie like that. Um, I wanted it to be bare bones, straightforward, but also having tiny and very detailed elements along the way. So the more you watch, the more you look and the deeper you look, the more you can discover about this world, right? So it unfolds in front of your eyes, depending on how much attention you pay it. And in general, Toxica is the story out of uh, Augusta Ilex. So Augusta was once a stunt driver, a stunt woman, but after a self-inflicted accident, she cannot work anymore. So instead she goes off and she works in the dodgy part of the town <laughs> as a PI. And she solves cases for a rather, well, gloomy underground boss, but she gets paid for it. So that is what she do. Other than that, Augusta is also very lonely. Her mom doesn't pick up the phone. She has no real friends. You know, she doesn't really know where to go anymore in her life. And uh, throughout her next job, she comes in touch with something that might be maybe cosmic, maybe Lovecraftian, but there's something not quite right with it. And she gets infected by this mysterious compound. And suddenly the world around her turns into something very different. So we go more into dark fantasy, into gothic, into a little bit cyberpunky drama after that. So the first half of the film is basically, who is this character? What is the world I'm in? And what is really going on in the shadows? You know, what is lurking there? And the second half is a very slow unraveling of that. Like, what else is out there and what would you discover if you just keep looking, you know, and uh, pay attention to your surroundings. So that is the story of Augusta. And what makes it special is for one, as mentioned before, her transformation is completely practical. So everything that happens to her is made from props, prosthetics, and so on. And the other thing, what is a little bit more movie magical, is that she was indeed subconsciously inspired by Poison Ivy, which I only found out halfway through the movie. So yeah, it is a, a woman who is an anti-hero turning into a meta-human, and plants are involved. No, and it definitely is. And that actually was uh, a very good verbal or, or vocal preview. So thank you uh, very much. Very talented. Thank You're you. a good storyteller. <laughs> But it really is an amazing, amazing film, and I hope everybody gets out there and checks it out and supports this studio. So if I could ask, so we can get into it a little bit deeper, so investors know what they'll be getting as benefits from minting Serenity Pictures and, you know, the rest of what you have out there, what exactly do they get in return uh, for being a part of this family? Oh, you get a lot in return. For one, obviously, you get... Uh a very unique movie not everybody has out there. <laughs> it's an also an original story. The other utility you get is you get involved with a very, very interesting tribe. There are actors and casting crew members from our team involved. There you get uh, to talk to them in live streams. You can ask them any questions on a regular basis. Also, you get involved with whatever we do in the future, you know. 
um, you can be an investor. You can just uh, come in and help us in any other way. And the other thing is really that you get to be part of something we call like a sustainable filmmaking life. Because if we can sustain our filmmaking life, then you get more original content, you know. And I think that is in, in well, in terms the problem in Hollywood right now that everything that is an original story has to be produced on very low cost because it won't make the money back. And we are here to just bring back original stories. So that is our journey, you know, that we really want to bring back original tales you haven't seen a 50 times before and also something that might keep on surprising you, you know, because nowadays you know exactly what happens when you are 10 minutes into the movie most of the time. I mean, there are very lovely gems out there, but um, most of them are, you know, reboots or sequels or prequels. And we stir away from that. So we go completely into the opposite direction And maybe you discover, you know, something rather inspiring, you know, like I heard that Toxica was quite inspiring to men and women alike, you know, it uh, doesn't matter who you are to watch that movie about Augusta, you know, but she can still give you strength, she can give you power. And I heard that it is quite inspiring. And other utilities, of course, are then, you know, things I mentioned before, like, um, one-on-one -on -one behind the scenes, movie posters, you know, all the stuff you can collect basically in your wallet or on your computer. But I think the community and being a part of this journey is a very, very big utility because we will go bigger with every movie. We obviously will do better with every movie. Uh, we will expand with every movie into the film industry as well because we know that cross-chaining or cross-industrying, uh, for lack of better word term, will be the future. So if you can be on board for this and be investing into future films and, you know, be a part of this journey, I think this is a pretty good deal. Personally, my favorite part of it is what you just said, right? Just being a part of this. It really is. It's history, right? This is movie history. And even if you're not a film buff, right? If you're just a, a blockchain buff, This is something you want to be a part of, right? And it's important to get out there and support projects and project founders. And I feel bad calling you guys a project, right? Studios and directors and everything else on the blockchain because you guys are doing something new, right? And you're trying to better the entire NFT scene. So when we see things like that, it's important that people get out there and support them. And the best way to do that is being an active part of the community and minting. Right. So hopefully uh, we get a lot of people out there to check this out, because I'm pretty sure once they get down into the show notes and check out all of these official links, all they have to do if they dig in and do their own research, they're going to make up their minds right there. Now, if I could, I, I know we, we touched on this a little bit earlier as well in your intro, but why Cardano? Right. Really, why did you guys pick this blockchain? And personally, I feel uh, this really is the people's blockchain, right? It, it's just better for the environment, it's cheaper, but uh, I want to hear why you guys decided to go this route. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It is more uh, one of the more impressive blockchains for sure. I mean, I looked into into every blockchain and wrote down what, uh, what are the advantages, what can we do, what can we not do. And with Cardano, I noticed um, when I told people, okay, we're here, we have a movie, We just try to figure out how to turn it into an NFT right now before we can mint. And so many people, if not everyone, said, I have no idea how you're going to do something like this because it hasn't been done. But if you need help, if you need support, if you need an opinion or anything, please reach out to me, reach out to this guy, reach out to that guy. And we got bombarded by, by DMs who said, look, he's in charge of this, he can help you with that. And so we got to know a lot of very precious friends we're still interacting with on a daily basis. And uh, the other thing is just that Cardano is an incredible chain of cheerleaders They know if one of us is out there doing something remarkable, they all will. And they are rebels. And that is what we needed. After, you know, the self-limiting film industry, we needed someone who said, oh, I don't know how you do it, but I don't care. I'm pretty sure you can pull it off, but I'm here with you all the way. And that is a rebel behavior or rebel, rebel attitude. 
And that was something we needed. And Cardano undoubtedly has it. And they're also very, very happy with us. They like us. They um, talk to us all the time. They give us so many opportunities to just speak about our movies. And that is also very precious, you know, that there is a support there and someone who cheers you on because then you kind of subconsciously know you are still on the right track, you know. And that is something that is that makes you feel welcome and warm and comfortable in a world you don't even know and you're discovering rather slowly. The Cardano community truly is, uh, I think, personally, by far the best out there and the most welcoming, right? There's a lot less tribalism between different projects and different communities on this blockchain. And uh, they definitely love this film. I'm actually in the Discord right now. And like you said, uh, this film, Toxica, first dropped on Easter Sunday. And there are still people talking about it. If you get in there and go into the chat for Toxica, it's actually called Talk Toxica, the channel. Uh, people are still going, right? They really, really love this film. And there's so much in here for people that that are into what you guys are doing right you have your your director's blog there's so much more all the characters and lore sneak peeks of the pfps that are coming out down the road not the the augusta there's actually going to be another collection down the road and it's just a really really great community to be in or at least it looks like it right you guys have done a great job uh making these film buffs and these investors feel welcome and giving them a home on this blockchain. So definitely very, very well done. Yeah, that's what we want to be. We want to be a home for for movie buffs. And we also want to be a home for investors who are looking for something slightly different, you know, who are looking for something that isn't out there so and so many times, but something more rare, something that hasn't been done before, something that's a bit more innovative. And uh, of, of course, every NFT out there is indeed, you know, very precious. They're all little gems because you do that. That takes a lot of love and time and effort, you know, to make any any NFT, let alone a good one. And with that movie, we just say we have something very different, you know, and it's for investors and it is for the movie buffs out there it's just to connect and to maybe bond in a different way than just NFTs because that way you get to know your peers and your tribe so much better and suddenly you find out who dreams of what who wants to do what and you can collaborate in a in a very different way with your with your with your friends really and just imagine right you know when you have a favorite film being able to get into this discord into this community and talk with the director and everyone that worked on this and ask you guys questions directly right because you're very responsive here in the discord i mean that's that's a benefit as well at least i would think so right it, it's definitely super cool and how you guys handle uh, all of your fans in here and all of your supporters is is wonderful Ooh, now let you. me ask you what is coming down the line in the future for serenity pictures because i'm pretty sure uh everyone that's involved in the project can't wait to see uh what's coming next oh exciting things are coming next i tell you Um, Well, at the moment, right now, we started our second movie. So we start with the trailers that we mentioned before, Neon and Noir, black and white in color. And mid-September on the 17th, we will indeed release Clay's Redemption. So we will actually release our second full-length feature film as an NFT, high quality, again, with an extra ticket in case you're screen is too big for the movie in your wallet so you can watch it there um yeah that will be for another i think a year or six months we're still deciding on that but we will have a smaller amount of films uh i'm not sure it will be 100 ada because 100 ada is quite a moderate price for a full feature film so we are still thinking about how much we charge there And um, in mid-October, I think it will be the 15th or the 17th as well, we start um, minting the PFPs. So you have five main characters of the movie Clay's Redemption, and each of those characters come with five to seven uh, variations again. And each of them have utilities. So you have, for one, a much bigger chance to get an utility, 
and a rarity and something very special. And uh, what we are doing as well, what I literally just remember and I always forget to say, <laughs> is we will also have a little special when you mint the trailer. So the trailer we are minting right now until Saturday. Saturday is the last day you can get it. Um, it's an open mint. It will come with a little extra because Toxica obviously was the first, you know, full-length feature from the trailer. So that was the utility. That's a kind of like a pioneering token. Clay is the second film now, so it will come with a little extra anyways. But I can't tell you what it is. Well, I will definitely stick around to find out. And I'm pretty sure everyone listening will stick around as well. It's all very, very exciting. So people that do want to find out what's coming up next, uh, definitely keep your ear to the ground in the Discord. Because the one thing I'm pretty sure of is whatever it is, uh, it's going to be worth your while. Now, Rona, I, I hate to do it, but uh, we are coming to the end of the episode. We do have two final questions that we ask on every show to every project that comes on. The first one is kind of the tough one for, for some people, but it's a very important question and it's always in the back of investors' minds. And then the second one is the fun one. All right. So for our first final question, obviously you guys have done an amazing job with this film, with the PFPs, right? I can't wait to see Clay down the line, but with this market, right, nobody can tell day to day how things are going to go, right? It's nuts. And a week in the NFT scene is like a month or a couple months almost in real life. So if Mint does not go as planned for the, these separate mints that you have, right, if you guys don't mint out, how do you plan to pivot and continue to move forward to do the best things, not just for the team and the studio, but for your investors and fans as well? Well, we have thought about this quite early on because we're now in our first bear market and we have talked to friends of ours who have been through a couple of those. And for one, we have kind of like let go of the thought and of the pressure that we have at all costs to mint out. So if we are not minting out because it is such a complete novelty, because it's something no one has done, we will have to deal with the fact that we might not mend out. However, if we don't do this, we will have still the PFPs out there. I'm talking about the movie, by the way. Uh, and also, we will have to make adjustments on what else we could send out there. So it won't just be the movie or the PFPs, but it can be something else. Also, we are trying to uh, find other ways. I mean, our advantage is... We are talking to people on other blockchains, so we can cross-chain, we can join forces, and we can take what makes other blockchains maybe quite precious, or what they can do what is still difficult on Cardano, and go in there and just, you know, use the best bits and bobs from everyone. And our biggest advantage, which we have, which most projects don't have, is simply we are parts of two industries. We are a hybrid project. So we are also in the film industry and us minting the first feature film hasn't gone unnoticed. We talk at a couple of film festivals now, including Sitges in, in uh, Spain, so which is the biggest um, international horror and sci-fi film festival. And once we have these connections and we get to know more people, we also know that we can make uh, different plans for the future. Of, in terms of making our third movie and so on. So we really observe a lot. We observe closely and we know what is the best part for us to, to pick, nitpick basically the best bits from every blockchain and from the film industry, merge them together and make something new once again because there are infinite opportunities out there to do something new, to be quite honest. It's just, um, it will take a bit of time, yes, it will also take a little bit of patience, which is my personal problem. Uh, but yes, I will have it for the sake of the project and my company. But also we meeting new people on a daily basis in both realms, NFT and film. So we have a lot of ideas for the future. And even if we're not selling out, we still have a lot up our sleeve. Yeah. Excellent. And, and a very, very good answer, right? That you guys are already thinking uh, about how you can continue to move forward if things don't go exactly as planned is very important, right? And something that investors should 
keep in mind when they're looking at this project. It's very important that, you know, founders, like you just said, uh, are willing to, you know, be flexible and, and always be thinking about their next move, right? This really is playing chess in a sense. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's essential. It's essential to think both business and uh, creatively. And I think with our team we have right now, we have that. We can cover those bases. And I think uh, because we're very different, but we're also very much the same in our company. We have the same precious interests, the ones that are important. But then Evo thinks in a very different way than, for example, Carlos. I have a very... different thinking head on and we all throw ideas in the pot and we see what is the most important thing or the best thing to do right now in this very specific situation and we've been through the ups and downs in the film industry for over 15 years it is something we can definitely handle now that we know it and the better we get to know nft realms the more we can you know make the better decisions we can basically make right absolutely and now if i could ask right this is our our final Final question, and this is the fun one. So if somebody listened to this entire interview, right, they listen to you speak eloquently about everything that you guys have going on. They listen to me blather on mindlessly, (laughs) but they still loved it anyway, right? They went down to the official links that they're on the website. They're on your WenMint.app profile, you know, following you, giving you five stars. They're in the Discord. They're following you on Twitter, and they love everything they see, but they need to hear that one more right thing to push them in the back and over the ledge into the Serenity Pictures family, what would you tell them? This is a journey for brave people who want to do something remarkable. So if you are that person, if you want to push the boundaries a little bit further, maybe a little bit further yet, then you are absolutely perfectly suited for our film club. I think you should absolutely visit us. And like I said, if you're not a movie buff, no worries. You come in and you talk to our people and you find out what else we're up to. If you're a movie buff, there is no second question. Seriously, come in. Come join us. Also, if you want to give it a sneak peek, if you are not sure about Discord yet or whatever. uh, Every Thursday, I have a space. I talk about movies, a topic at a time. So every Thursday at 6 p.m. UCT, we are on Twitter And we just bond over movies. And we have, for example, we talked about wizards. We talked about vampires. Last week, we talked about uh, devils and demons. (laughs) And uh, this week, we talk about comic book adaptations. So if you just want to listen to us or get to know our tribe a little more, then I would suggest just give it a listen. Just come in in Serenity Pictures and, yeah, have a look. And if you like us, then come in our Discord and join the join the journey so your space is on thursday right and this is really important because it's it's amazing that you guys are getting out there and doing this so what time on thursday can we jump into this space on twitter yeah that will be 6 p.m roughly 6 p.m uh uct uh 7 p.m uk time I don't know what that is in EST, <laughs> but um, yeah. That's uh, 2 p.m. Uh, EST, actually, okay. and 11 a.m. PST. Wonderful. Perfect. There you go. Yeah, just, uh, you know, we just really uh, brainstorm about it. Sometimes we get a bit philosophical, but we also get quite funny. And uh, yeah, so it's really just a nice, you know, a couple of hours just talking and brainstorming about films. Thank you so much for taking time to come on the show. And I guess I'll I'll see you in the Discord and in your space every Thursday at 6 p.m. UTC. Oh, thank you, Ken. It was absolutely marvelous to talk to you. I love it. It was uh, very lovely. Thank you so much for having me on. Of course. And I'll see you soon. A huge thank you once again to Rona for taking time to come on the show. All the official links for Serenity Pictures can be found in the show notes. And remember, every investment, no matter how big or small, has to be right for you. So please, always do your own research. All right, now let's get on with the giveaway stuff. So the winner of that Battleboards NFT from last Friday's episode has already been posted in the winner's circle on whenmint.app and whenmintpodcast.com. So if you head on over to either of those platforms and see your smiling PFP staring you in the face, 
Well, you already know what it is. All you gotta do is shoot us a DM through our Twitter profile within 24 hours of being announced a winner, and we'll get you paid. Congratulations. And if you didn't win, that's okay too, right? We don't call this the Every Episode NFT Giveaway for nothing, right? So for today's Every Episode NFT Giveaway, we're actually gonna be giving away a Stank Ape Speakeasy NFT. So if you wanna enter to win, this stank ape it's super easy all you got to do is be following us on twitter again our twitter handle is at when mint world have a free account on the beta version of our app you can find it in your web browser by typing in whenmint.app and in the original post announcing the release of this episode simply like retweet and tag five friends that's it you're in the running the winner will be announced upon the release of friday's episode good luck and with that i guess that's it for me i'm your host the machinist i hope everyone had an amazing and safe weekend and i'll see you next time with another giveaway another project another interview and another episode of one mint by those amas